Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are creating the new norm by sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who have followed their dreams and made them a reality. This podcast will inspire you with the stories of real business owners and give you actionable advice to start building whatever this means for you. I'm your host, Emily Aborn. Welcome back. Hi, Mike. How are you today? I'm good, Emily. How are you? I am excellent. So when I pulled in today um, and hit the lock button on my vehicles, I noticed I was being barked at again. Yeah. You want some Border Collies? What are their names? Kate and Cap. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. My dog's name is Clyde. He'd fit right in. <laughs> not with those dogs, he wouldn't. Do you love your dogs? Um, I'm not a big dog guy. No yeah, way. Yeah, my wife's dogs. I yeah. love my dog, except at five o'clock in the morning when he's standing. At, you will not believe this. He stands at the bottom of the stairs and just whines like a baby seal then I come downstairs to let him out to go to the bathroom. Doesn't have to pee. Just whining because he wants me to come downstairs. What kind of dog is it? Um, is it just a mutt? A naughty dog? A naughty Yeah. <laughs> okay. So today we are here with Jennifer DeRogiers, and I'm excited to introduce Jennifer and talk about Lainey and Lou, which is the name of her company. She is an entrepreneur, wellness and lifestyle coach, yoga teacher, speaker, and community leader. And she's actually the founder and CEO of two businesses, Lainey and Lou, which is an eatery, and Wild Adventurous Life, which is a wellness and lifestyle media company. She has created thriving communities promoting holistic wellness and living vibrant, joyful, adventure-filled lives. She's also going to be on the She Built This event panel in August, on August 15th. And if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, they're on Eventbrite. She is serving as vice president on the board of directors for the Chase Home for Children in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and secretary of the board for Sustainable Seacoast, and has been a featured speaker at many local events. Jennifer, in her spare time... Busy girl. I know. That's my thoughts exactly. She enjoys hiking in the mountains, luxurious car camping, French press coffee, and snuggling with her pit bull. <laughs> my first question. My first question, Jennifer. Okay, first of all, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. So my first question is, how do you make car camping luxurious? Oh, it's so simple. I mean, I don't actually make it as luxurious as some people because my version of luxurious is still pretty pared down. But I do have a kit that's pretty much prepared and ready to go. So I have like my French press ready to rock, you know, the ground coffee. Um, I have a really, really good tent um, and sleeping bag. But you could go with the full on blow up mattress like a lot of my friends do. But my thought is just good food, a lot of wood for good fires. I love the good breakfast fire. And um, just taking my time, picking so good spots. it's semi-glamping then. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But yeah. you're still sleeping on the ground. I think uh, it's important to keep the... Yeah, keep it real. The camping yeah. thing pretty real. <laughs> I would only come if I could bring my actual mattress and a topper and pillows. You and see, I'm not my... much of a camper myself. I, I do know. bring a pillow. <laughs> no, it's lovely to sleep under the stars. And they say it's really good for your circadian rhythms. Yeah. So, yeah. What is your pit bull's name? Zealand. Cute. Like New Zealand, but... Ooh, like you Zealand, an, the mountain, but New uh, Zealand works too. I was going to say you should get another dog and name it New Zealand. There again. you go. You could have mine. <laughs> yeah, Mike's are for sale. I heard about yours. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want them. Um, all right, so tell us the story of Lainey and Lou, where you got the... Well, a little bit about what it is, 
where you came up with the idea and then how you came up with the name. I'm very curious about that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Laney Lewis' inspired eatery, we're located in downtown historic Exeter, New Hampshire, and we're a plant-based restaurant, a fast casual restaurant. And um, so we have everything from, you know, fancy coffee and tea and transformational lattes, which is one of our specialties, smoothies, smoothie bowls, salads, grain bowls. And then now we have this another category that we just created called everything else because we just brought on tacos and gazpacho and some really fun dishes that are outside of the norm of what um, other similar types of restaurants do. So we're really excited about that. And, you know, Lainey and Lou was really born out of, um, you know, my own personal health and wellness journey and the food that has healed me over time and um, really happened kind of on a whim. So I don't know how far down the, the path you want to go, but, um, you know, I created the company in 2015 and I always thought maybe someday I would have a coffee shop when I was much older, maybe as like a retirement passion project, kind of sit in the window and just watch people sip coffee and, Um, but instead um, decided to open up this restaurant somewhat on a whim. And um, it's just just exceeded all of my expectations and um, really become, uh, it's just such a huge component of my life. Um, And- Well, restaurants are a lot of work. uh, It's so much more work than I ever anticipated it to be. (laughs) Hopefully you drink a lot of transformational lattes. I do, I do. It's in Exeter? Yes, it's in Exeter. I was doing an audio- um, job for a, a school in Stratum and I went to Exeter to eat. That's a cool, I've never really gone through that town. It's a cool little town. Though. It's super cool. Yeah. yeah. And it's really changed. When we came around in 2015, I put signs all over the windows and we're kind of tucked back in an alleyway. And, mm-hmm. you know, I put signs in the window and said, are you hungry for something new? Because there hadn't been a lot of new activity, especially in the restaurant scene in that town for many, many years. And, um, you know, one of the things that was so appalling to me, because I had been a yoga teacher in that community for for several years at that point, and I felt like if this is the food that I'm looking for, other people are looking for this too. And, um, you know, I would say like eight or nine out of 10 people were like, this is not going to work. What do they know? What do they know? Nothing. I think it's right. brilliant. I worked at a vegan health food store in Charlotte, North Carolina, and the stuff was like hotcakes. We sold it like hotcakes. It was so good. But yeah. there's a lot of boutiques and things. I mean, it seems like the type of town that that would take off. Yeah, and now to me anyway, things have know? really shifted. Yeah. So um, now there's multiple yoga studios. There's multiple new um, boutiques, and mm-hmm. and the the ones that have been there continue to evolve and and stay current, which is super exciting. And now there's lots of new restaurants as well. So, you know, where Exeter used to, you know, close down at 4 p.m. or 5 p.m., now it's vibrant and active all the way through 8, 9, 10 p.m. And then also on the weekends, it's busy, busy. Yeah, I was there on a Thursday. They had, there was a farmer's market going yeah. on downtown. It's really special. Yeah, it was cool. How did you come up with the name Lainey and Lou? So it's a play on my niece's nickname. Her la- her name is Delaney Lee, and we called her Lainey Lou around the house when we were uh, when she was younger. And uh, I was younger then too. <laughs> then, Weren't we all? Uh, Weren't we yeah, all? right. I know. Um, and then, so 
when I was starting to figure out like, how do I want to name this restaurant? I was, I came up with these horrible names like Avo and Sprouts and just stupid names like that. Sprouts is cute. It's cute, but I think it's actually like a daycare or something. But anyway, so one of my friends said to me, you have to name it something that really means something. And that will help drive the, you know, the mission and and the passion behind it. Personal connection to it. And so um, Lainey Lou was like the first thing that popped up. And then Lainey and Lou just felt more appropriate because it's not as feminine. I love it. Adorable. So tell me about Wild Adventurous Life. Did you start that before Lainey and Lou? I did. Most people don't know that, but um, I was in a um, fairly lengthy 20-year corporate career and started to feel pretty disconnected from my body and um, started getting sick and you know, doctors couldn't figure out what it was. So I took uh, things in my own hands, started to do research on you know, the effects of food and health and wellness. And that was when I actually discovered what it's what it means to you know to be holistically healthy and the whole mind body spirit connection i'd never heard of those things before and uh and maybe like a lot of people and this was 2011 so still pretty pretty new um not really hit the mainstream yet i guess we'll say and at that point um i basically adopted a paleo lifestyle and within three days I felt better than I had in years. I couldn't believe it. So I was like, wow, there's really something to this. Started practicing yoga and bringing in more mindfulness into my life and decided to become a yoga teacher and very soon after that decided to be a health coach. And I just knew that one-on-one health coaching, as much as I love it, it was something that it wasn't going to be the company that I was going to be developing. I knew I wanted to um, make a significant impact on uh, a larger number of people. And adventure and connection to nature has always been something that like my center at my core that's very important to me. So wild adventurous life just seemed um, like the appropriate next step for me. So I created this company going, I'm going to create a media company and it's going to be like Elephant Journal or Well and Good and um, these big aspirations. And then um, frankly, when I quit my job and decided to to take it full time, I realized I didn't know what the heck I was doing. <laughs> so what did you do? So I stayed with one-on-one clients. I stayed teaching lots of yoga. I did workshops and things like that. But to be honest, I was really halted in my tracks um, because it was such a daunting task to create what I had such a huge vision. I honestly didn't know what the first couple of steps would be. And um, and then um, I quickly busied myself with other things that would make me money and my coaching and teaching as well. And then literally I was walking to a meeting and that was when I saw the for lease sign in the patio of what is now Laney and Lou. Wow. And um, so Wild Adventurous Life went on hold and it was just really hard for me. But in the in the dining room of Laney and Lou, through the chaos of starting that company, um, you know, I would always talk about Wild Adventures Life is the sister company is the the driving force behind everything that um, that I'm trying to create. And um, I keep coming back to that company. So now we do live events and um, we're actually going to be kicking back up the blog and online content here pretty soon. I just hired an agency to help me do that because it's I'm only one person. And like Mike said, the restaurant was just a far bigger task yeah, than I ever anticipated it. Yeah. yeah. And we thought that day one, like, 
you know, silly me, I thought, well, maybe if we have 30 people show up on day one, that'll be a successful thing. And maybe by the end of the first year, if 100 people show up every day, that will be a fantastic, um, you know, growth pattern. And we had over 100 people on day one. Oh, my goodness. You and, must have been so proud of yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I was having one of those, what did I do moments, but... <laughs> Out of body experience. Um, it's amazing how good you can feel when you change your diet. Like my stomach used to hurt every single day. And then I started eating paleo and magically that went away. So it really is. And then now people are just scared because I have way too much energy. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. Yes, that happens when you're feeling good. Yeah. Um, so I consider you a really strong go-getter kind of woman. Have you always been that way? I think so. I definitely have an achiever mindset. And there's something inside of me that, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much willing to do whatever it takes uh, to do the things that I want to do. And, um, you know, I think that's a big part of what's infused back into Wild Adventurous Life. Like my mission in that company is to, you know, to teach, especially other women, that an adventurous mindset, like that ability to take a risk, to cross the threshold into the unknown, that's what will help you create companies to do things that are scary. And for some of us, it's, it's those are small things like just going to a new place or going on a well, people to, are terrified of failing too absolutely you know I mean? absolutely That's, and failure is is a chance to learn absolutely. and so you know it's it's just all about re for me it's just all about reframing uh expectations i love that that's exactly what we're trying to do too is just create the new norm that taking your dream can be a reality as you know, and you just have to take one small step. And I agree that failure is really a beginning because when you fail, you just gave yourself all of that feedback. And now you can look at that and see where you need to go next. 100%. Um, let's talk a little bit about how you balance this busy lifestyle of yours with staying healthy and well. So what are some of your like, I mean, obviously looking at you, I want to know every yeah. single one she of your secrets. Sick, I she? know, I know. <laughs> You guys are too kind. <laughs> so what do you do to stay healthy? Like what are some of your success habits, I guess? Sure. Consistency around those habits is, it's it's just something that I've learned that I can't compromise on. Part of um, my personality, to maybe to a fault sometimes, is that I dive right in. And again, like I said, I'll do whatever it took, takes. And so at Laney and Lou, when we first opened, I was running the restaurant, I was chefing the restaurant, I was doing all the things and I was understaffed because I didn't expect to be uh, so busy. And then when we were featured on um, Chronicle about three or four months after we opened, we doubled um, our revenue almost overnight. And I was then back in the race of not you know, being understaffed again. And so um, you're just, it's just, it was just so intense. So that for whole first year, I didn't take a single day off and I was working from early, early morning till late, late night. And I completely put myself on the back burner. And I started having all these crazy things start happening to me. In fact, I was like losing the motor skills in my hands. And I thought, how ironic is this? Because I'm, I'm probably running the healthiest restaurant in New England, if not definitely the seacoast. But um, you know, what we're doing is very, very special. I thought, how ironic is this? I'm gaining weight and I'm getting sick again because I'm, I'm under eating and undernourishing myself and I'm not moving my body appropriately. So I'm just stressed to the max. And, um, so it was about, uh, 14 to 18 months ago, I reached out to a local trainer and I said, I need to get myself 
uh, I need to prioritize myself, my own health and wellness, and I need to live the things that I'm um, trying to teach other people. And so um, we started very slowly and we worked up to where I am today, which is um, I move my body every single day. I, um, I work really hard. I, I still do work about 10 to 12 hours a day, but I'm conditioned and okay with doing that. And I'll take breaks as I need them. And I have my morning time where it's time to be quiet and have a cup of coffee and kind of center myself for the day. And then I'll go straight into my workout most days and then head to Laney and Lou. And then if I have a moment uh, in the evening to jump on my stand-up paddleboard or whatever, you know, I'll, I'll soak in that time. And, um, and then I've also this week, this year I've, um, I brought in two vacations, which is really special. Oh, I love that. What a nice opportunity for you. Right. And then of course eating. So, um, you know, for entrepreneurs or those of us that are busy creating and doing things that, you know, we're maybe not necessarily thinking about eating all the time. I've had to be very purposeful about, um, taking time to slow down and eat the proper amount of calories a day. And then also like, um, not waiting until the very end of the day to uh, try to take in all of those nutrients. That's what I do. Because, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll be in here. Like, I have back-to-back sessions. So that's like 10 hours. Then I'll go in at night, you know, like 7 at night. And, and just you're like famished. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. When my husband gets Bottle home at 5, I'm like, dinner time now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Which yes. is really bad, yeah. for sure. So I'm really fortunate, obviously, that I own a restaurant, that this is the food is created um, around my own journey. So this is the food that I want to eat. So right. I do eat that food about 90% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about, you have a lot of employees. Um, how many? I have about 20 right now. 20. So was it hard at first to delegate some of the things? Like I'm the kind of person that I just like to do everything myself. And even if I tell someone else to do it, I'm like, okay, never mind. I can do it now. Was it hard to delegate some of that work to employees? Yeah, I think so. There's it, that's such a complex question because there was so many things that were happening in those first, um, you know, let's say in the first six months to twelve months. You know, the company itself, like I was so clear on the mission, on the operational values, on our core values. I, I just really understood what the experience was that I was trying to create for both the team and for our guests, but. It's one thing to be clear about it, and it's another thing to execute on it. And so I was really le- learning every single day in every single situation, like, oh, okay, I said that, but I probably could have said this. And so every, you know, I, I tend to go back inward and, and try to process it. And so I think, frankly, when we started, I thought, okay, I'm just going to be as nice as I possibly can, but I'm under a lot of stress and we're trying to do a lot and every day is a new day and I can't help prepare my team because I'm not prepared. And so now, um, you know, I've taken all of those lessons. I, I think I'm a far better uh, leader than I ever was back then. And, and just um, a lot more forgiving on myself because now, you know, I, again, we are confident about who we are. And so when someone comes in and has, in, you know, an expectation, whether it's a guest or a team member that's outside of what we do, it's very easy for me now to say, I'm sorry, but that's just not us. It no, just gives you at the right place for you. Right. right. It just gives you the perfect filter. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Um, so what's a goal that you have right now? What kind of things are in the future for either Wild Adventurous Life or for Laney and Lou? Because yeah, you got plenty of time, it sounds like. Yeah. New. <laughs> you can just sit around thinking <laughs> about what to do next. <laughs> I know. We've been trying to grow Laney and Lou um, into a second location for probably about two years now. Where? Um, Here, we, I hope. Yeah, please, there you go. Please. I know we've gotten a lot of requests for this side of the world, but we're still looking more towards the seacoast. So uh, Portsmouth, Newburyport, Portland have been 
our three primary targets. We've looked at lots of other things along the way, um, but the right thing just hasn't shown up. And you know, when I saw the Furley sign in the first you know location that we're in now, I just had that vision. I knew immediately, and I keep saying to me to myself, like intuitively, I'm going to know when the right it second location yeah. comes around. Yeah. Yes. And for Wild Adventurous Life, I mentioned that I've just um, hired this agency, and I'm so excited about that. It's truly the first time that I think I've had like an, a, a you know truly organized team behind the brand, and uh, I've hired other consultants along the way, but I haven't been super clear, and they needed my guidance. So I'm excited. This woman has. Uh, just a tremendous track record of success with similar brands. We're super excited to be working together on that. And then in my personal life, I just signed up for my um, second half marathon ever. I did the last one about 10 years ago. So I have a lot of work to do to get ready for that. And that one's in October. Oh, good for you. A half marathon is such a nice distance. I agree. It's still hard though. <laughs> it's still, I it's love th- it. What, 13 miles or something? Yes. Yeah. 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 Once you get to mile 10, it's just like, all right, I got this. That's so, what I experienced the first time around. So we'll see. I'm still at like four miles. I'm like, 10 miles yeah. feels so far away right now. Yeah, six about <laughs> is my limit. And after that, it's like, Ooh. Well, I don't even run, so I shouldn't oh, really I be do. talking. I'm a huge runner. <laughs> no, I used to run all the time. Yeah. Um, all right. So if you could rewind the clock 10 years what would you have wanted to tell your past self? What? What? She'd sorry, be what like would you want? Sixteen wa- years old. <laughs> That's <wish>. true. <laughs> what would your sixteen? Uh, what would you have wanted to tell yourself then? Right away, I immediately thought, you know, just be more gentle with yourself. Um, and then the second thing that came up for me right away was, just do the things that you want to do. And I got so wrapped up in my corporate career and to and into being something that I thought my companies wanted me to be, that and that was what was going to drive my success, that I really left major portions of myself behind. And the first thing that comes to mind in that statement is that I left my femininity behind because I was working in very male-dominated industries. And, um, you know, wearing a skirt to work, or you know, doing feminine things, um, or representing myself truly as a woman, those were dangerous things to do in that environment. Because and, those don't advance you in the corporate world. And it also encourages bad behavior. And so I shut myself down to allow other people to be who they were. That seems like a, a, a reoccurring theme here. Almost every guest we've had worked in the corporate world yeah. and is doing their own thing. Well, right? corporate is tough. I did that for a little while. And it yeah. is just, you're always, you never feel like you can be yourself because right. you are literally just a number in a queue. You're a lemming. Yeah. yeah. And people would get, people would get let go. And then it was like, they were never, like they never even existed. Yeah. You know, you're just, just part poof. of the machine. Yeah. People, yeah. yeah they move they move on quickly. Yeah. But for my thing, like I worked really super hard to become, you know, the best that I could be. And so my last company, I, you know, they were wonderful people. And I was, you know, probably I would say third or fourth in the company. I was very happy with where I was, but there was no, where was I going to go from there? There was not a lot of, um, you know, opportunity in those types of arenas. You had to keep moving on and I wasn't really prepared to do that. And, um, and frankly, I found myself in social situations saying, hey, I'm Jen, I work in this industry, and I don't really com- contribute to community because I was so focused on the company. And I was like, this is disturbing. Like, you need to change this because contribution to community is like the key 
it's the heart of Lainey and Lou. Right. Yeah, I love that you give out of the success that you've created. Thank you. What kinds of things do you do for the community? So much. Um, we've given tens of thousands of dollars worth of um, you know food, time, um, money back into the community. Uh, I really prefer to focus those efforts into underserved members of our community if we can. And typically, it's through the lens of local nonprofits that are just doing um, you know incredible work. The Chase Home for Children. Um, which I'm on the board of, um, uh, Satya, which, you know, they offer yoga um, to underserved members of the community, whether it be in prisons or uh, women or whatever. So it's just, uh, it's been, it's been just a true blessing to be able, you know, right from the beginning to say, even though I might not be taking a salary, like I can continue to push um, money and profits back in because that's what creates abundance. And I do feel like um, it's the right thing for us to do. I agree. Um, and she also contributed to my community today because she brought me a donut. I thought that was my donut. <laughs> no, it's mine. You put it on my desk. Well, that does not mean you get to eat it. <laughs> but we'll battle that out later. Um, so lastly, what is your favorite thing about your life? Wow. I think now um, you mentioned the word balance earlier, and I've... Uh, I've tried to abandon that word as much as I possibly can. Like I live an integrated life that is just filled with the things that I love and the people that I love. And so every day is, is a combination of, you know, health and wellness and adventure and, um, and happiness and love and giving back. And, and those are all the things that are super important to me. And I try to weed out the things that I know don't serve me because that's when I don't serve, I don't show up as my best self. Yeah, we, I like to think that balance is sort of a fake goal. You know, it's kind of unreachable. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's things are coming in and coming out all the time. So absolutely. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, please tell our listeners how they can find you at Laney and Lou and also Wild Adventurous Life. Sure. So you can check us out on Instagram at Laney, L-A-N-E-Y-A-N-D-L-U Cafe and Wild Adventurous Life, exactly how it sounds. And then, of course, on our websites, my own personal website is Jennifer DeRosiers. That's D-E-S-R-O-S-I-E-R-S.com. Just don't look at their Instagram when you're hungry. True. <laughs> or do, and then it's get yourself awesome. over there as quick as I you can. I can't take any credit for it, though. One of our team members does all of that. I was going to ask you She's about amazing. that. She's amazing. It's yes. so good. Hi, I love you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It was really fun to hang out with you guys. Thanks. And everyone, have a great day. You too, Mike. Thanks, Emily. <laughs> For more information on the She Built This podcast, you can check us out online at www.shebuiltthis.org. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.